TNT Queen Slim Radio. I am Pro Tim, aka Professor Tim, and today we're going to talk about coronavirus two wave. We're going to take a little short commercial break, and after the break, we will talk about coronavirus, COVID 19, two wave. All right, welcome back. Here we go. Coronavirus two wave. Wow, it is. November of 2020, and we're still talking about the coronavirus, COVID-19, normal virus. Hey, listen, 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 listen. First, let me uh, just validate real quick. In um, April of 2020, my hospital here on the East Coast in New Jersey was hit with the initial wave of the pandemic. I, myself, and a couple other gentlemen were selected from the I worked in the operating room as an assistant were selected to go into the intensive care unit and to work on a a tactical team hands-on with coronavirus patients that were being ventilated so my validation is hands-on knowledge along with being side-by-side with the best intensivist anesthesiologist respiratory therapists, registered nurses, and other practitioners and um, scientists in the field that were sent to try to figure out this virus. You know, hands-on, I'm right there. So I, 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 I do these updates on coronavirus just to give you an inside, almost like a backstage pass on what's going on. And I'm um, sad enough to say that here we are in 2020 ending the year the coronavirus is is still uh, and that's slowly killing people <laughs> slowly killing people so um the, the latest talk is the vaccines moderna has now has one but pfizer had this first and then they're talking vaccines and they're ramping up production so they could rush out. So let's just be clear that the vaccine does not heal you of coronavirus. Meaning if a patient was sick in the hospital suffering from coronavirus, it is too late to then give them the vaccine to help them. So let's just get clear. The 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 vaccine is similar to a flu vaccine, where they say it's it will prevent future episodes with the the, the virus, supposedly, because we really don't know if it does or not, especially with the uh, coronavirus vaccine, COVID nineteen vaccine, because it's so new. Yeah, there's no no proof that the second wave of the virus which would be named COVID-2020 we're not sure if this current vaccine will work on but even though they're saying this is a new style of vaccine where it isn't the actual live sample of the virus injected in you that it is actually a genetic or not a genetic a, uh, a molecular type of uh, a DNA manipulation 
So they're, they're going to try and, and change the coding inside your cells. And, and that itself should make you say, oh my goodness, what? Huh? <laughs> you know, but um, so that that's where we are with this. So the debate is, do you, will you take it? And, and for the frontline people who have been so highly celebrated in society, cheered on and the central worker this and the central worker that, you're going to see that they don't have a choice. And because they, they will be truly the first full test subject group where they can then see in a few months what the vaccine really does to people in a long-term trial. They will be the initial true trial. If you could get hundreds and thousands of people to take the virus. That's, that's just a, a big trial group. And, and then we'll talk about you know, how many people kills or what the side effects then. Oh. <sighs> But coronavirus, we know that um, it has a insidious nature. And you could Google the word insidious because the definition is, is, is semi a little complicated. We're insidious that the disease itself has the ability to pace itself, to lie in wait almost like a lion preys on it on a um, a prey you know it, it kind of stalks you and this is what makes this disease so dangerous that if 10 people went into a room that was known to have coronavirus floating in the air all 10 people could walk out and not you know show any signs or, or, or physical symptoms of the disease. And then 10 more people walk in the room. And all 10 fall out flat. And that's what makes this disease insidious. Where its ability to pick and choose who it wants. And at what time it wants to fully attack them. And cause them deep physical harm. And that itself makes it very complicated. Because if that is true. Like if, if, if 10 could walk in a room and nothing affects them. Why would you make that 10 take a vaccine? If, if in fact that. The, back, the disease isn't going to affect them physically anyway. Why would you make them take a vaccine? So the experts would say, well, so they don't pass it on to anyone else. Well, there's no evidence or proof that the vaccine will prevent a person from still being contagious. Like the asymptomatic person. We don't really know still is that person contagious? Or is the person 
who has full-blown physical symptoms, are they still contagious? Or how contagious are they? So there's, there's too many ifs. And it, there's too much of a rush to pro- produce a vaccine in a process that we know normally takes years. And the reason that we're rushing is that people say we're going to, society's going to lose out financially, so we have to rush to get a, a cure, a vaccine. Well, if that's the case, why don't you just rush and get a, a cure or a vaccine for the flu while you're at it? <laughs> oh, this thing is tricky. And, you know, there's too many coincidences that bump into each other that make me say, uh-oh. You know, like Dr. Fauci. There's no way you could tell me that Dr. Fauci, his whole practical medical career has been spent studying bats and the coronavirus in his labs that he has been an expert at. And by coincidence, he's now sitting as the top medical guy in the United States CDC. And by coincidence, the disease or the virus that he's been studying his whole career just happens to pandemic around the world and he's in position to call the shots on it it's more than a coincidence you know and and his his affiliation with Moderna is more than a, a coincidence and I think this is where you see Donald Trump kind of push away from Donald Fauci because Trump is a guy he's kind of like if he ain't down with it financially um you know he gonna kind of come to you and squeeze you and say you know, let me in financially or or I don't have nothing good to say about it. And that's why he really doesn't have anything good to say about Fauci because he knew Fauci has the financial upper hand on him on these matters. And obviously Fauci hasn't brought him into the, the fold, hasn't given him uh, any stock in Moderna. <laughs> and so, you know, that's why Trump kind of like, uh-uh, I, I ain't down with Fauci. You know, he, he knows some things that... Uh, He's not telling everybody. So, as for for you, wash your hands, wear a mask. I mean, that's the least you could do. But um, when it comes to get you, it's just going to get you. There's really nothing you can do. It's the same as the flu. You say, oh, I did. I drank my broth and blah, blah, blah. And I didn't catch the flu this year. It's just the right time, right place. Right level of exposure, you don't have no choice. You're going to breathe it in, you're just going to get it. So, uh, of course, you know, stay healthy, boost your immune system as much as possible, and, and, and just brace yourself to, to how much of this pandemic is going to make people lose their mind. And how much of this pandemic is going to cause politics to compromise the integrity and the safety of, of this basic daily humanity? Because at some point we have to say, hey, this thing might take a long time. We're just going to have to slow down society. Take a deep breath and no pun intended. Take a deep breath and say, hey, we're just going to have to move at a slower pace. And it's almost like people were afraid that the rest of the world was going to 
race out and be ahead of us financially. But if, if you really look at it, the rest of the world is getting hit with the second wave also. So no one is going to run to the, the, the front of the financial race and lead the race. We're not going to be left behind. The fact is we, we're going to have to slow down. We're going to have to add some stimulus to help people survive until we could hopefully get back to a level of normalcy that is duplicating our past level of living here in America. But we have to be willing to wait because you may be in a rush just to die. And I'm Pro Tim. And this is TNT Queen Slim Radio.